Welcome back to the Breaking Butterfly podcast, or if you're new here, welcome. My name is Maddie Maple. I'm a mindset and manifestation coach, and I am super duper passionate about helping girls find their purpose in this life and find their passion and truly realize that they can create the life of their dreams. Um, First of all, before I get into this episode, I am recording outside. I'm still in Grass Valley, so if you hear you know, little birds and I don't, I don't know. There's lots of creepy crawlies and animals and deer and things out here. So, um, but I kind of love it. I kind of love that you might be able to hear like the birds chirping and little animal noises. Uh, so you can kind of feel the vibe of where I'm at because I'm really enjoying it. I mean, I could just go in my room and record out there, but I have like a beautiful table out here with this beautiful view and I'm like surrounded by green and trees and like this is just the vibe that I want to be recording in. So yeah, if you hear uh, birds and animals, (laughs) that is why I'm outside, but it's fucking beautiful out here and yeah, um, I am really excited about today's episode it's a really juicy topic. Um, and then I also just started my anonymous Q&A form. So I'm going to be doing answering Q&As on this episode. Um, I'll talk more about that in a second. My first item of business, though, that I want to go over before I get into the episode, um, I just created a brand new three-month coaching program. It's very similar to my old one, but it's now like one-on-one coaching plus like a whole course and like a classroom full of tons of videos because I wanted it to just be packed with information and so much value. Anywho, it's all about getting past your limiting beliefs and really diving into your authentic self, finding who you are, finding your purpose, finding your passion. Um, and I'm just super, super excited about it. The spots are limited and they're already filling up pretty fast. So I wanted to announce that here Uh, If any of you are interested, I will leave some information in the uh, description box Um, or you can always just reach out to me and I can give you more information on that. But yeah, I only have a couple spots left at the price I have it now. So if you are interested, please reach out to me and we can talk about that. Um, And then back to the Q&A thing. So when I first started the podcast, I always wanted it to be like a Q&A format, kind of like an advice column. I wanted to have like something where everyone could ask me questions and I answer them. And maybe I'll just do like a couple episodes where I just answer Q&As or maybe I'll just always do a couple at the end. Um, I don't know. I'm just going to kind of see how it goes. I'm already getting so many amazing questions, so I'll always try and answer all of them. But I'm also going to leave the link for that form in the description of this as well. So you guys can go on there. You can put your name if you want to. If you don't want to, you can totally leave it anonymous and just ask me anything. Or you can give me topics that you want me to talk about. Ask me personal questions. Ask like, you know, just juicy advice from your life about anything that's going on. Um, And then I will answer them on the podcast. So that's something I'm 
super excited about um, that I'm adding to the podcast. And like I said, I'm already getting so many good questions and I just can't wait to like read the rest of them. So in this episode, I will be doing the episode I planned and then at the end, I'm going to answer a couple questions and I'm I'm really excited. Uh, so yeah, I think those are my items of business and I'll just get right into the episode. And this is a topic I love. Like I almost hate it because so many of us struggle with it and I hate that it's such a problem, but I love talking about it because I feel like I truly kind of figured this out for myself Um, and it was definitely the biggest thing that I struggled with, but I just, I feel so much better about it and I feel like I have some really good information and tips for you guys. I feel like so many people struggle with body image. (sighs) like so many of us, like I struggle with this my whole life so bad. And like I said, I still kind of struggle with it sometimes, but this whole body dysmorphia and this image that we have of ourselves and our bodies and everything, it is, I think, a bigger struggle now than ever because of social media and because of society's standards. And yeah, I just... I think I can honestly say this was like my biggest struggle for a really long time, a really, really long time where it's like you look in the mirror and there's just no way to be happy and we think looks are everything. So we just kind of like aren't just are not happy at all. So first, I just want to say your body image is based on your thoughts and your beliefs about the body and you can change them at any time. There is not like a good body type or a bad body type. There is just what society has told us is good or bad. And we have learned that over time. And we think like some characteristics or body types or attributes are just bad for like absolutely no reason. So I want to get very, very clear first and foremost, if you don't know this already, your, your body is not like either good or bad. It is just like society is called different attributes, good or bad, and it's put that into your thoughts. And then you think a certain way about your body, right? You get to decide if you want to keep believing those thoughts and those opinions about your body and your, you know, the types of body characteristics of like your face, all of these like physical attributes. You get to decide if you want to believe society's opinions or if you want to create your own about beauty and what's so interesting is I already kind of see us like changing um like as a collective our thoughts about these beauty standards because I think people started to realize how fucking ridiculous some of them are and how not true they are like just the randomest things where it's like this is beautiful and this is so good and this is a horrible like physical trait to have and just for so long we I mean we were taught these things so long ago before we even noticed that we were taught these things um these like different standards they were just like put in our head for example 
most of our thoughts and our programming come before the age of seven. And you could have been like five years old and you heard your older sister that's much older than you be like, oh, I'm so fat. I'm so fat. I'm so fat. And like, she's like complaining about it. And then in your head, well, so if you're like obese and fat to the point where it is like affecting your mental health and your well-being and like your energy and like your gut health and stuff like that, I guess like that could be, um, I would deem that as bad because I want everyone to feel good, like energetically and like, you know, medically, I guess you could say, but just say, you know, you're like a little chunky, you have some curves, like, and then you hear someone say, oh, I'm so fat, I'm so fat, like I'm so ugly. You have now programmed into your head that having a little extra weight is horrible is bad and it's supposed to make you sad and it like programs you that way it's not bad no body type as long as you're healthy I would say but no body type is good or bad we have just programmed our minds to think this way and there's so many things about my physical body that I despised for so long and hated and hated and hated but then when I kind of came out of it and looked back I'm like I don't really think it's that ugly. Like it, nothing about me is ugly, but society and social media and all these people put into my head that that was not like um, a desired characteristic. And so then I just like fixated on that and was just like, I am not desired. I also want to say really quick, we do not care about having a good body or being pretty or any of these things. We don't give a fuck. What we give a fuck about is being loved and desired and having attention and having connection with other human beings. So the reason we want this perfect body or this perfect face or whatever, it isn't because we really want to look that way. It's because in our head, also from society and social media. In our head, we have made this connection that having those things is better um, for like making connections is, you know, you'll be more desired. You'll be more loved. You'll have more human connection if you look this certain way. That is why we want that. Um, And when you can kind of make that distinction and that realization in your mind of like, okay, what I actually want is just to be, you know, you want people to be attracted to you because you want love and you want acceptance and you want validation. You can kind of see that like the body, you know, how you look doesn't really matter because you can still get those things so many other ways. Um, And there will always be people that just like love you and are attracted to you no matter what. But in our head, we scroll on Instagram and we see a certain body type and a certain face or whatever And we make this connection, like we see how many likes they have or comments or whatever. And then we make this connection that if we look that certain way, we will get more love and acceptance from others. So that is what we really want. That is the only thing that humans want is love and connection and to belong and to be accepted. So just that little distinction right there helps me a ton when I am honestly doing anything or feeling any way about myself I'm just like wow I just I really feel like I need that love and attention right now that is pretty much why we do anything like since we were babies we want to be accepted by our parents we go into school um 
and then we want to be accepted by kids there and then we grow up and it's like we want to be accepted by boys and then it just that's all we want that's all we really want so anywho um we have all these thoughts these conditioned programmings in our heads that are telling us that this is good or this is bad and we have created this like perception of ourselves in our head based on this programming and we deem you know certain traits of us like good or bad we usually fixate on them we usually make them way worse in our heads than they actually are and then we feel like absolute shit about ourselves and this episode I'm just going to give like a bunch of things that I was thinking about that really really helped me start falling in love with myself and have a more positive body image. Um, But like the basis of it is like, you know, your body is your body. You do not get another body. Yes, there are ways to change your body and you can work out and do those types of things. Um, But like ultimately your body is your body. That's what you are given. And you can either be sad as fuck in your body or you can be happy as fuck. And you get to decide. You get to decide what thoughts you want to believe about your body image and beauty and standards and all of these things. Um, And you, you get to decide if you want to be happy in it or you want to be sad. You get to choose your thoughts about it. Um, I just realized I went off on a tangent earlier. I was saying something about like our society has kind of been changing these standards back to that really quick I just like go off on a rampage sometimes and go off on like 10 tangents if you listen to all my podcasts you probably noticed that um but like we already are kind of just changing our beliefs as a collective like there's this one model um and she has this like massive unibrow and she is like this huge like professional model right now and is super like um desired and people love her And it's so funny because like, I remember being a kid and I don't know if you guys did this, but like for fun, like we'd get magazines and stuff like that. And we'd like make the people ugly. Like we'd draw like moles on them or mustaches. And then we would like color in the eyebrows and make a unibrow. Like I'd probably learn that from like just some older boy or something like that. Or like, I I, I don't even know where I learned that, but we just like for fun would get magazines and like draw over the faces with pen. But we always made them have a unibrow and we like deemed that as ugly, like having a unibrow is ugly. And I remember having that connection in my brain. And now we see this model who is like just a huge, huge model. And like she has this massive unibrow. And and then there's other models now, you know, just like plus size models and models with very, very different characteristics. And I see the society breaking out of that a little bit. And they're changing their beliefs about beauty. And I think it's amazing and beautiful. Um, and it's it's also interesting to me because like I still I can like I can notice the programming in my brain because I'll see different models now with just like very, very different characteristics. And I almost think those characteristics are ugly because I was programmed that way for so long. So I'm doing the work myself to really like get rid of those that programming and those beauty standards I have in my mind that like it's almost not even my fault they were put there I just made those connections along the way from society and just how we think so 
it's really interesting to kind of notice like we think this specific nose is ugly and we think this specific nose is pretty etc etc and like it's neither is like either or like it's just as it is and then we've like created these crazy thoughts about it anywho so yeah we get to decide if we want to keep believing these things that were put into our head we have the choice you are given one body you have the choice to fall absolutely in love with it or keep fixating on things that were programmed in your head that someone said that it wasn't that cute and then you think you're not that cute and then you think you're not going to get love and attention and validation and yeah you get to choose you get to choose which one you want so I hope these things that I'm going to go over kind of help you guys you know just build a more positive body image and just kind of get out of that that rut of like looking at your body and not being in love with it because you absolutely should be. So the first one I want to talk about and I don't want it to get taken the wrong way after everything I just said but it's obviously just eating right and working out and taking care of your body and this is not for the sake of like losing weight or building muscle or changing your body in any way. This is for your mind because when you are taking care of your body and taking care of yourself and nourishing yourself with good food and like, you know, just moving your body in your brain, you are telling yourself that you are, you know, you're worth being taken care of. Like your body is worth it to be nourished and just like moved and loved pretty much because when we just completely ignore our body and ignore our health, what is that telling our mind, like in our subconscious mind, that we don't think we're worth it and that we don't think, you know, we we love ourselves and that we should take care of our body. No matter how your body looks and whether you are trying to eat and work out so that you do change your body a little bit um, in a healthy way, or if you're just working out and eating right just for the sake of it, either way, you are telling your brain, you are telling yourself that you are worthy to be taken care of and that you love your body and you're grateful for this body that you're in. Um, Also, let's just take a moment to be grateful and realize how much our bodies can do. Like our bodies are just a container of our soul and like our energy and our love and our light and it makes us be able to like run and cuddle and you know swim and have sex and just walk around and do cartwheels (laughs) like it it is just a container of like who we are and let's just like seriously take a moment to be grateful for everything that we can do some people are not as able um you know just to move in our bodies and here we are just absolutely hating them But it is just like a container of what we actually are. And when I started to think about my body like that and just truly being grateful that I have a body and that I can move around and I can experience life and do what I want, it changed so much for me. Like seriously, just start thinking of your body as a a container to just hold your joy, hold your sadness, hold your successes, hold your vibrations and your love and like your food that you eat and everything. Like it's just, it's just this container that we are actually in so that we can experience life. And 
I think just when you kind of make that little mindset shift, it changes so much. Like we can still, you know, experience love and joy and acceptance and belonging and validation and and just happiness in general. We can still experience this life no matter what container we're in. And for that, I am so, so grateful. The next thing I want to talk about is something that I have kind of talked about before, but I just think it's really, really important because this is what completely changed my, like, my self-image and my body image of myself. Completely, completely changed it. And that is just simply picking out the good things that you like about yourself instead of the bad things. We nitpick and we nitpick and we nitpick and we just fixate on the bad things that we don't even see the good things and when you start focusing on just the little good things that you like it changes everything 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 um so pretty much like for a really long time I would just look in the mirror and I would just be like oh my god I'm so scary I hate my skin, I hate my nose, like all of these things that honestly, truthfully, a lot of people didn't even really notice that much. Um, It's just like these little things that I picked out and decided I wanted to hate about myself. And every time I looked in the mirror, I thought about them. And then every time I was like with people, I was thinking about it. And I just got in this like cycle of only focusing on the bad things that I didn't like about myself. So what I did to change my mindset and get out of that is I just started picking out one thing that I liked about myself every time I started doing that and just really putting in the work and noticing every time I thought about thought about thought, I would just put in a new good one or I would kind of just like put them together. Um, And I also kind of want to talk about neutral affirmations as well right now because some people just jump to like they'll look in the mirror and they'll be like, oh my God, I'm so ugly. <laughs> and they'll, they'll be like, okay, no, I need to change that thought. I am so beautiful. I am so beautiful. And they're like, people say like to stand in the mirror and just say to yourself, like, I am beautiful. I am beautiful. I am beautiful. If you are on the other end of the spectrum with your thoughts right now, and you are not feeling that at all, you don't even believe close to that. Do not start saying to yourself in the mirror, I am beautiful, I am beautiful, I am beautiful. Your subconscious mind will not, like, it's just going to completely block that out because it has thought a different thought for so long and it's just, it's jumping way too far. You have to just kind of work your way there. That does not mean that you are not beautiful. It's just that you have not thought that for a really, really long time. Um, So to get there, you kind of have to use neutral affirmations. So, for example, um, I would look in the mirror and I'd be like, oh, my God, I I hate my nose. I hate my nose. Everyone's looking at my nose. And I would stop myself. I would realize I was doing it and I would say, OK, at least I have a nose. Right. And that's very neutral. It's not being like I have the most perfect nose ever. Your mind's going to be like, nope, what the fuck is this bitch talking about? But if you just make it neutral and just start kind of like you know, picking out little things that you like or that you just notice about yourself that aren't that bad. And then you can work your way up to saying, you know, things are so, so beautiful and just like work your way up to that. So instead of being like, oh, I hate my stomach, I would just be like, oh, I'm so lucky I have a stomach. 
or um, I would be like, oh, I hate my hair. Well, you know what? I really like the color of my hair. Okay, I hate, you know, whatever about my body. I'm trying to think of like another example that I hear a lot. Um, oh, my, like, I hate my teeth. I hate my smile. Like, oh, I hate smiling with my teeth. I hear so many people say that. It's like, first of all, people don't even notice that. Um, but yeah, just changing it to like, oh, at least I can smile. Like, I'm so grateful I have this container where I can smile. I really like, you know, my lips or just start pointing out like little itty bitty things and then get bigger and get stronger and only repeat, like only say things you really truly believe in um, and just keep working your way up. And soon you will get in the mindset of just picking out the good things that you like instead of focusing on the bad. Or at least when you think about a bad thing, you will also say a good thing as well. So like I would, my, my thing would be like, oh, I'm looking so scary. And then I'd notice it and I'd say, huh, but I'm still kind of cute. So like all the time I was saying to myself, I am so ugly, but I'm still kind of cute right now. Or like, oh, but my outfit's kind of cute. And doing that, seriously, I'm telling you guys, I never had a good thought about my body. And now I feel like I only have good ones. There's a couple things that I am still working on and I struggle with, like my skin, um, or I still don't love my nose, but you know, I'm just grateful that I have skin. I'm, I, with my skin, I'm always like, I, I'm grateful that my, my skin communicates with me. Yes, maybe I am breaking out really bad, but at least it communicates with me and tells me something's not right in my diet or something, you know, I'm not, I'm not taking good enough care of myself right now. And it's kind of a communicator to me. <laughs> That's what I tell myself to just make it more neutral and just be like, oh, I'm just grateful I have skin. Um, so that's one thing that really, really helped me changing my mindset about body image. And with that, remember, no one sees your little imperfections. Like, no, barely anyone sees those. Like, we think that everyone is looking at them. When you, like, look at other people, you see them as a whole. You need to start thinking of yourself as a whole human being. They see your personality. They see your smile. They see who you are. And also, people notice more how you make them feel than what you look like. No one is looking at, like, that little dimple that you think is so ugly. No one is looking at that. Everyone is looking at, like, your energy and your light and your confidence and your beauty. And they're noticing how you make them feel. So, when I, you know, meet new people and I'm like, oh my god, everyone's looking at my skin. Everyone's looking at my skin and they're thinking I'm so ugly because I'm breaking out. I have to stop myself and, like remind myself they're looking they're not just like looking at my skin they're looking at me as a whole human being for who I am and the connection we are having and the conversation we are having and how I am making them feel no one fixates on your little imperfections like you guys know this um like when you're just with a bunch of friends and someone's like oh I hate this about me like you guys are all getting ready and they're like I hate this and you're like what are you even talking about? Like, I've never even noticed that. Like, I had like this huge <laughs> on my face the other night and I was just talking to my boss about it. And like, I was having such a hard time because I was like, yeah, I feel like people don't even see anything else but that. And she was like, Maddie, 
I didn't even notice that that was on your face until you just pointed it out to me. And I think we just forget that like no one is looking at that. They are just seeing us as who we are. We need to start looking at ourselves as a whole and stop just fixating on these like little tiny itty bitty minuscule things that no one even sees. Um, and then my last little thing before I go into the Q and A's is don't spend time with people who nitpick their bodies. Let me just bring up real quick the mean girls scene where they are all standing in the mirror and they're all picking out things that they don't like about themselves. And then they look at Lindsay Lohan, um, or what's her name? Katie, I think they all like pick out something they hate about themselves. And then they like, look at her, like expecting her to do like say something. And I was in these kinds of friendships for a long time and it's nothing like against these friends. And like, I actually think I was the one starting it most of the time. Um, But it's just like we got in this cycle of like picking out things we didn't like about ourselves to kind of like relate to each other and make ourselves not feel so bad, if that makes sense. I'd be like, oh, I hate this. And then they would be like, oh, I hate this about me. And then I'd like, I think it would honestly just make me feel better because I'm like, okay, someone else hates like a little part of them. I don't know. I'm just thinking about it right now. And I think that must be why we do that. Um, But then like when we hang out with people that are always nitpicking their bodies and like thinking bad things about their bodies, we do it as well. Like you are who you surround yourself with. And when someone else does that, like your mindset is going to become the exact same way. So that is my last little tip is don't spend so much time with people who nitpick their bodies or if it's your best friend or someone that you do spend a lot of time with, you know, just start being like, just don't, don't give into that. Don't cooperate with that. And then maybe have a conversation with them or just point them in a different direction. So you guys get out of that cycle of constantly just talking about things that you don't like about yourself. Then it just, it like, it builds on, like you build on each other and just keeps building and building. And then you never stop and then you never stop, you know, hating your body. You'll never get to that point where you love yourself if you're around someone that is always picking out those things. So that is my, those are my few little tips for right now on how to start creating that, you know, better body image about yourself and start just falling in love with your body. I think the huge one here and my baby step for you guys is every time you notice a bad thought about your body, Just add one good one every single time. Every single time you think one thing negatively about your body image, just find one little thing you like about yourself. It could be the smallest, tiniest little thing. It could be a neutral thing, but just get in the habit of finding one thing that you don't hate about yourself. Um, And I think that'll just help you guys a ton. Now I'm going to get into the Q&As and I'm so excited about doing these and just asking advice and hearing from you guys and like I said I'm going to leave the link for it in the description box of this podcast and every podcast from now on so you guys can start asking me questions and it's going to be it's going to be really 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 fun just even more ways for me to connect with you and actually talk about what you guys want to hear me talk about because I mean I feel like I get a pretty good sense of what you guys need to hear, but there's something about actually just getting questions from you guys that is so fun for me. So today I'm going to answer some questions about 
boys. And the first one that I got was, she simply just says, what to do about boys. I really like someone and we vibe so good, but I almost depend on our hangouts and his messages, Snapchats to feel good. And I'm always waiting for his response or for the next time we're going to hang out. This pretty much explains my life up until the relationship I'm in now. And I think this is just such a hard one to kind of like get over. It just kind of like takes some time. But when it really gets better is when you find something that makes you feel as good as that boy is making you feel. You have to find it within yourself, right? Going back to the first this episode, all we want is like that love from someone, acceptance from someone, validation, um, belonging, all of these things. And this boy is making you feel loved and making you feel seen and making you feel like you belong. And like, first of all, we're never going to completely stop depending on people for that. Like this life is human connection. That That is what it is. That is what we crave. And don't get so down on yourself if you are waiting for this boy's text. Just remind yourself like that is completely normal. He's giving you love that you need. So I think like there's that, right? Like we're always going to want that. But when we depend solely on that and like that is the only way we receive those things we need, love, validation, acceptance, when that is the only way that we are, you know, feeling like we receive it, and we are depending on that, it brings a lot of sadness into our lives because then when we don't get that, it feels like no one loves us or it feels like the world is ending. Like my first relationship was so like that where it's like I was only like I hated myself and I was only getting love from that person. And so when I didn't receive love in the way that I wanted to or I didn't get a text back or I didn't get like like I said, I love you with three exclamation points. And he just said, I love you with no exclamation points. I was like, he doesn't, you know, love me. He doesn't accept me. I don't belong. Like my relationship's over. Like it just, your world feels like it's falling apart. And obviously that is not what we want. So the key here is to find something that makes you feel the same way, whether it be a friend or a hobby or just with yourself. Like Maybe you can find like a self-care act or something that you do that you look forward to just as much as you do with them. I know it sounds kind of hard because boys just, they just make us feel different. It's hard to find something that really matches that like romantic relationship. But if you can find something else that is pretty close to that, something that you look forward to, so somewhere where you can find that love and acceptance and validation you're looking for so that even if you don't have his you can still get it somewhere else I think that is that is key that is the trick to not depending on boys for our happiness when we can find it somewhere else and be secure in that but then also find like that extra love and acceptance in a romantic relationship that that is the goal that is the goal you should never 100% depend on it so My advice for you there is try and find something else that can make you just as happy so you can have that when, you know, he is not texting back or responding or whatever. Um, And just like remind yourself it is completely normal to be waiting for that next hangout and be waiting for that next message because it's fun. It's exciting. You like this person. 
You just don't want to completely depend on them for what you need because then you will never be fulfilled. Now, the second question that I want to answer is a really, it's a really juicy one. And it's something that I really relate to as well. So she says, so I am in the happiest and healthiest relationship I have ever been in. The only problem is the amount of sex we have, in parentheses, well, don't have. It is probably an average amount, but I'm so used to having an unhealthy amount of sex in my previous relationships and have never been turned down for sex. It really brings me down when my own boyfriend says no after I try to plan time and put on something sexy or do whatever I can to get him in the mood. I know he is attracted to me, but it still brings down my confidence and makes me feel like there's something wrong with me or something. This has always been something I've been confident in, but now I feel really low. I've tried talking to him many times about it, but not much has changed. Everything else about our relationship is perfect, and I don't want to break up with him over sex, but my confidence is shot, and I don't know what to do. Any advice? Yes, I have some advice, because this is something that I actually went through as well, and it was very difficult for me because I truly felt like I was not loved, and Okay, so I'll be honest with you guys. I already recorded my answer to this question and it was all over the place and I'm recording it again. It's probably still going to be all over the place. Just bear with me because there is so much to this and so many different like um, situations and I I don't know like the clarifications on this because it was just like anonymous. So I'm kind of just going to blabber and just like answer the best I can, but it's going to be a bit messy. First of all, if you guys listen to Caller Daddy, okay, do I even get into that? No, I don't know why I would get onto, into it on my podcast, but I have my opinions and let's just say I'm I'm a little bit sad that like it's over for me. Like I probably won't ever listen to it again, but anywho, I don't agree with everything they're saying. They're just super fucking entertaining and they had this one episode where they were like talking about why, you know, why your boyfriend or girlfriend doesn't want to have sex with you. And for men, they were like, either he's not attracted to you anymore or he's cheating on you or like just different things like that. And I was like, what the fuck? No, there are so many reasons men don't want to have sex. And we have created in our mind that like, or honestly, it's like from society that like men are these like overly sexual beings. And I do not believe that at all. If anything, in my experience, I think women are more sexual, but like in society and just like movies and everything, like they have kind of created this like idea that like men are these overly sexual beings. There are so many reasons a man does not want to have sex. He can be stressed about work or school or whatever. He could be depressed. He could just have a lot on his mind. Maybe he didn't eat that much that day and like he's not going to perform as well. That happens. Maybe his like libido is low just because of like, yeah, just uh, like his diet or maybe if he like works out, there could, there just is so many options. Like there's so many things that could be going on in a man's body where like his libido is just not there. Um, and then also there's men that just aren't that sexual. Like they just aren't sexual beings. So like the first thing I would ask about this question is like, has it always been like this or did it just start happening? Because relationships fluctuate in this way you know for a couple months the girl might just be like wanting to have sex all the time and the guy is just like not so into it he's stressed going through a hard time whatever and then vice versa or like maybe a couple months you know you guys are having sex all the time and then 
you know, you start living together, you're having sex all the time, and then you kind of, you know, go into this lull where you're not as much because you just were every single day for like four months. Um, there's, it fluctuates. And I know this person said that she talked to them about it. She talked to her boyfriend about it, but I think you really, really need to talk to him and get very clear on what his reason is. Is he just not feeling it? Is he not just like not a sexual being? Like, is he, does he just not, you know, need sex that much? Is he feeling unconfident? Is he feeling really stressed? And really get down to the bottom of it and get comfortable with that, that thought. Um, Because like, if you're just not feeling confident because he's not wanting to have sex, but he has a really good reason as to why, that should give you some peace of mind. Because I know for a long time, I was like, he doesn't love me. He's not attracted to me. He's bored of me, like whatever. Um, And then, you know, I get this reason why of like, he is just overly stressed. He just like can't even think about that right now. And so that, that made me feel more confident. And like, that just made me feel like, okay, it's really not me. Like we had a like really deep conversation about it. And I really got comfortable with the fact that it wasn't me and it was something else. And then I can be patient. So that's the first part. Like if you are just feeling unconfident with it because, you know, you used to be so sexually active in your other relationships and you're just kind of like, what the fuck? Like, I know he's attracted to me, but like, is there something wrong with me? Or like, I'm just kind of feeling down. That is one thing. The next part of this is if you need sex to feel loved, like if your love language Okay, let's just talk about love language, love languages for a second. They are the most important part of a relationship to me because you can give and receive love all you want in like your love language, but if they don't receive in the same way, they're not going to feel loved. For example, I had someone in my life that loved, like he gave love through acts of service. I do not even notice acts of service. Like I try to now and I try to be grateful for them, but I do not even notice them. I get my love through uh, physical touch and words of affirmation. So all I wanted was for this person to tell me they loved me and appreciated me and all of these things. And they did not even think about, you know, giving love that way. They gave me love through their acts of service and I did not receive them. I did not receive that as love. And then I thought this person didn't love me as much because I wasn't receiving it in my words of affirmation. So uh, if you're dating someone or when you go into a relationship, I highly recommend getting very clear on your love languages. Luckily for me and Henry, we have like the same love languages. So we give and receive in very similar ways. And so we we feel each other's love. And if you are with someone and you are not like feeling love from them, talk to them about the love languages. See how they're trying to give love to you. You might just not be receiving it because it's not in the way that you receive love. So that's the whole love languages thing. If your love language is physical touch and you feel loved when you have sex and like that is a really big part of a relationship for you. For some people, it's not. I've met I met this one couple. They haven't had sex in like a year and a half and it does not bother them at all. Like they're married, they're good, they're happy, they're going. They do not have sex. That is just something that is like not in their relationship right now and it doesn't bother them at all. 
and then there's others that have sex every day and that is like how they feel love so if that is how you feel love and when you don't like when you aren't having sex you don't feel loved I think that is a deal breaker and like I know it's hard to think of the thought of like I don't want to break up with him over sex when we have such a good relationship but if that is how you feel loved and you are not feeling loved what else is a relationship for okay cool it can be healthy it can be a happy relationship and you know you can be best friends and have this like good relationship but if you don't feel loved then why are you in the relationship that is why we have romantic relationships is I mean yes there's so much to it like for support for a teammate for a best friend but at the end of the day it's to feel loved and if sex is how you feel loved and you are not receiving that in the way that like makes you feel loved then yeah I mean it sucks that you guys have such a healthy relationship but your priority is you feeling loved and you being fulfilled and you're if you're not being fulfilled like I just think that's kind of a deal breaker and I know that you know that might seem like shallow to just like break up with someone because of sex but it's not if that's how you feel love because you deserve to feel loved and this is with any love language if you're if your love language is physical touch and you're dating someone and they refuse to cooperate and try and give you love in your love language and give you more physical touch they're just like nope I don't like holding hands in public I don't like cuddling all of these things but you still love each other like that's just a deal breaker to me because like you're not receiving love in your language and you're never going to feel loved and that is the most important part of a relationship for me at least so my answer to that like I just was saying at the beginning I know that was kind of all over the place but there's so much that goes into this you know if you're just trying to feel more confident really get to the root of the issue of like why he doesn't want to have sex um And, you know, hopefully that will help you just get some more clarity on it and kind of work with him on it. Um, Because, you know, also maybe he's not as experienced in sex. Maybe he doesn't feel comfortable. And then maybe you guys can talk about ways that you can make him feel more comfortable, comfortable or turn him on more or whatever. Have that conversation. But if ah, this bug is flying around me, Um, but if you need sex to feel loved and he's just not going to give it to you, I think that I would break up with him because you deserve to feel loved. So those are the two questions I'm going to answer today. Like I said, I'm going to try and answer as many as I can. Maybe just do like full episodes just answering Q&As because I'm getting quite a few, but I will leave that link in the description um, so you guys can ask me more questions. But that is it for this episode. If you love this episode and you feel so inspired, please share it with your friends, share it on Instagram, tag me, let me know what your favorite part uh, part was um, and what you thought. I absolutely love to hear from you guys and just hear your thoughts so I can create better episodes for you guys. Um, and thank you so much again to everyone that rates and reviews my podcast. It just helps me grow so much. Like I just see it growing and I just appreciate you guys so much for sharing my podcast. Um just with others and just getting it out into the world because I know I can help so many other people when we share this. So, yep, that is all. I love you guys. I hope you have an absolutely amazing week and I will catch you in my next episode. Bye.